He's awfully weak, champ. Oh. <laughs> Hi there, Arnold. Who's that? It's me, the champ. Joe Lewis? <laughs> this kid's delirious. everybody, it's Dave Jessica Podcast coming out here the 3rd of July. The American celebration begins tomorrow, 2016, which means it has to be some sort of decade 10 celebration. 1776, I can't add it myself. 240 years, I, yeah, maybe 240 years. What do you think? Well, the 200th, I was 1776, so the 1976 is 200. 76, 86, 96, 06, 240 years. Did I get it right? That is correct. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot, Beth. So it's the 240th anniversary of America tomorrow, July 4th. This will be coming out after that fact, and I hope everybody had a good July 4th, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, I am Dave Jones. This is the 1st remote podcast of all time for the Dave Jones Yes, we did a live podcast at the Cake Shop with Marina Franklin, Rachel Feinstein, and uh, Guillermo Salazar. But this is the first remote one where I took the, the stuff on the road, the one I've been talking about for a year, if you listen every week, like I know a lot of you do, been talking about it, talking about it, and now it's happening. And if this goes successfully, as I feel like it should, then in like two weeks, I'm doing it at the beach. You well, can tweet the picture that Dory just took. Nobody cares. Are you sure? I'm positive. Um, I got three listeners, Beth. Uh, Anyway, I'm here at my sister's house, and my brother-in-law, Beth Casper, and Matt Casper are joining me today on the podcast. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello, coming at you live from the... (laughs) uh, Do we have to talk that way? I thought that was... Yeah, we have to talk that way when this music play. That's why I I just open the show like that, and it throws everybody off. Everybody's always like, what the... I didn't know you were going to be like that. Is the whole thing going to be... They're always afraid it's going to be... Now, let me ask you a question. Now, Marina, you're a black uh, comedian. What's that like? You had to throw that in right away. I can't help myself. Well, I do it to Rachel, too. What's it like being a female in comedy? <laughs> and a Jew. Yeah. Let alone a Jew. Well, everybody knows Jews are in comedy. And do you want to talk business. about Ellie Wiesel at all? Yeah, it's probably time. Well, <laughs> I have a lot to talk about. So, um, so well, let's just say... so. Hear it? Do you hear a noise? Or is that just me that oh, I hear that? It's the basement. What is that? It's the dehumidifier. Oh. <laughs> oh that helped perfectly. How can I hear the dehumidifier from all it's the way up here? Loud. I've never heard it before. Uh, ever. You just haven't noticed. But isn't that interesting that you can hear, you can pick up. I can still hear it. Yeah, it's loud. Dory, can you turn it off downstairs? My niece Dory is with me, the one I'm going to London <laughs> with, as everybody who listens to this podcast knows. Uh, boy, it's funny. Did you catch the way she looked at me first before going down to, to turn make it sure off? it was okay? Yeah, Isn't exactly. that nice? She was like, clearly, you hold no authority here. Unlike that other kid you have, Billy, who is majorly problematic. I mean, is that kid? I'm going to use. Oh, here he is. Uh oh, he's coming. I shouldn't have mentioned it. When you mentioned his name, he's like Beetlejuice. Hey boys, how's it going? Um, <laughs> um, Beetlejuice. <laughs> how you doing? Hi, I'm, Billy. I gotta say, my what well, my uncle said, it's not true. Okay, and if you haven't noticed from last time, I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> He's doing the bit we've talked about on the show where his friend uh, called up every girl in school going into the eighth grade and said, 
Hey, Amanda, you probably noticed a lot of changes. Hey, what um, the hell are you talking about? I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> My voice is changing. I have abs. I've got pubic hair now. Can we hear he your bass? He sent all the girls. What? Let's hear your bass voice. Yeah, he sounds different now when you pick up the phone. That's what I thought he was going to do. And then he was picking up his leg like he was Chandler and Friends. When uh, that, she was dating that guy where you can see his penis. What's the matter with you? Put your foot down. Pain. Nobody wants to see that. That was Swedish, by the way. <laughs> um, well, didn't you guys go out with some Swedish people last night? Yeah, she told us how to say penis in Swedish. Oh, I remember Lawrence and I were hanging out with this French girl, and she told me, you are a penis, which we thought it was a French word for penis, but apparently it's, it's just... Not. No, <laughs> it's her it's accent. A, the accent, yeah. You are a penis. It means asshole. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, I know. Pretty That's much. the French word. Pretty much all of Lawrence's friends used to tell me that all the time. This is exciting. We're at your house. I know. We're doing the podcast. I think it's working. It looks like it's recording. It sounds good. It does. Right? It sounds crystal clear. We figured out the headphone problem. I got to buy a set of new headphones. I got to buy a third set. You don't like the pink sparkly ones? No, no, I on? love it. I, my niece got me the pink sparkly. Actually, I'd like to take them home. But um, yeah, I guess I got to buy a third set just in case and maybe a fourth microphone. Who knows? Who knows? Now that I can take it on the road, forget about it, right? Forget about it. Although people can usually share mics sometimes or something, but it's maybe, a pain. It's nice to have your own mic. You know, you never know. Maybe Jed Apatow will come over and do a podcast well, with you. Well, as long as you brought it up, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the big announcement. Are you doing Ralph Wiggum's in the Simpsons yeah, movie? <laughs> That's so funny. I knew right away. <laughs> That's great. Um, you know, it's funny. Whenever I hear that song, um, I always, like, no matter what movie it is. Um, you making a duty? Oh, no, no, no. That's what it looked like. No, this is what I always expect to hear afterwards. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. It has been a dark hour. You probably know the entire scroll, don't you? I might know a few scrolls. Do it. No, no. Oh, you don't? I thought you might. Um, but isn't that funny? When I hear that 20th Century Fox song, I have to hear that next, that song. Maybe you would like to hear him do his Ewok song. You Do the Ewok song from the Christmas special or from the actual Return of the from Jedi? The actual Return of the Jedi. That would be a good thing to close with. <laughs> yeah, is this, you should be comfortable. You look like you're straining to talk into the mic. Go ahead, do it. But you can move it closer to yourself, you know. So what am I doing? You know what you're doing. I think it might go something like this. To Janoba Adaba Dagoba to Wakafuna Hunu Manat Gahan Solo to Abale Luke Ichat Dagobe to Et Paku with Obi Wan Kenobi. Bong 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 bong. Where do they sing that? They that's the uh, the Ewok uh, when they're doing the Ewok rap. What are they doing the Ewok rap? When he was telling the story. <laughs> Did they even have rap in 1983? And they filmed that in 1982. Yeah, it was 83. So wait. It was very progressive. Who was rap? Yeah, wait, wait. When the Ewoks were telling the story. It was actually, C-3PO was telling the story of to the Ewoks. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then there was a song that came out. They released later. Oh, oh, so it's not part of the movie. No, it was, oh, I thought it was in the movie. That's why I got. I was movie. like, "There's no way that's part of the movie." I mean, I've seen that movie a hundred times, and I don't remember them 
rapping like a, like a, in Mel Brooks Robin Hood Men in Tights, where you know they they have like a black guy come out like an Obi Wan Kenobi. But you're saying it was a separate song, like a it like we are released. here at the White House for a special report on the uh, energy crisis. That was good stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Are you going to play a clip? Because I really would like to hear that. I think I have it. We have a clip. Mm, I don't know how I spelled it. Let's Matt and I talk it. about that stuff all the time. What oh, was the other one? The Energy place. Crisis 77. Energy Crisis. That's the one I was doing. That's the one. Yeah. Energy Crisis 74. 74. Wow. Let's see if I put it under. Yep. It's no more oil. Oh, I got, I got this one. We have nothing left. Remember this one? I do remember. I think we had the 45. Yeah, we did. We are here on the beach where a giant shark has just eaten a girl swimmer. Well, Mr. Jaws, how was it? Ah! And what did she say when you grabbed her? Please, mister, please. I know sharks are stupid, but what did you think when you took that first bite? <laughs> Mr. Jaws, before you swim out to sea, have you anything else to say? Uh, it's amazing that these were so popular. <laughs> With me now is the local sheriff. Sheriff Brody, the shark will be back for lunch. What do you intend to do? Just arriving is oceanographer Matt Hooper. I think a lot of times when I used to know these songs, I only knew it from this. Right. So a lot of times when they'd play, I would move to the next song. Like I knew it so well. Let me see if I can guess some of these. Sir, if someone is attacked by a shark, what should they do? We are going aboard the fishing boat of Captain Quint. Captain, will you be able to catch this giant shark? Are we? Are we? Captain, Captain. Thank you, Captain. Captain, Right. Captain, when you catch one of these sharks, what do you feel like? Rhinestone Cowboy. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. I'm out. (laughs) He just dropped the mic, folks. Quint is shouting something at him. Hey, Jaws, the captain says he's going to catch you. What do you think of that? Uh oh, here he comes again. The special effects. Him. Mr. Jaws, why doesn't anything seem to hurt you? He's coming right onto the boat. Mr. Jaws, why are you grabbing my hand? No, wait, Mr. Jaws, that's not the way this record is supposed to end. Help! Help! And that won an Emmy. It did? Yeah. Or you mean a Grammy? Grammy? No, so it won an Emmy because they played it on TV. And what? they won it. Liar. No, no, it was a Grammy. I oh. just fucked it up. <laughs> uh, that's okay. It really did. It probably did. What else was yeah. What was it up against? I don't know. It the was The Bill Cosby album. I can't believe we got beaten out by Mr. Jaws. I've been boning women and drugging them, and all of a sudden, Mr. Jaws comes up and does do the thing he's doing, and everybody's got problems with me. Do you have the energy crisis one? No, I was looking for it. I don't seem to have it. Sorry. I could have sworn I did. That's why it's kind of weird. Can you play the banana split song? No, because you wouldn't give me your Wi-Fi password earlier enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I don't Dag have Wi-Fi Nabbit. access today. Yeah, I don't. Good time. No, but you know what I have, which always makes me happy, which you know, because you listen to the podcast. Are you going to play Big John Little John? How did you <laughs> fucking... How could I not? It's the greatest song of all time. Like the greatest song. Big John has a problem. He plays it every week. You can week. plainly see. One minute he's 40, the next he's 33. 
Big John keeps a change. Wow, I can't believe you messed it up. That's not the line you mess up. And then 19 and 12 years old inside. Big John, little John, what a way to grow. Big John, little John, moves from high to low. I mean, is that the best? Adam Rich was in here. No, you're thinking of Robbie Rist. Yeah, it was Robbie. Adam Rich oh, has never right, been right, in anything right. but Age is Enough. But Robbie Rich, cousin Oliver, was in that with um, Maud's uh, husband. I'm mixing up all the genres <laughs> with Herb Edelman, <laughs> who was supposed to marry Mrs. Lerman. Right. Uh, my Love good friend Lawrence story. Lerman. And uh, she's like, Herb, you, you, you're, gonna, you're adding up to nothing. Adam Rich also did the voice of the magic user in the animated special Dungeons and Dragons. Is it? You sure yeah, it was awesome. Adam Rich? Yeah. The guy from Eight is Enough. Yep. All right. Because so Robbie Rist. Willie Ames was is the- Is he still uh, alive? Who, Willie Ames? No, Adam Rich. He didn't commit suicide or anything like that? I don't know again. Because they're all pretty messed the up. The Wi-Fi right? password is the longest password I've ever seen. <laughs> I know, and I just sorry. can't. You're asking all the questions that no one ever asks me where I actually need to look it up online. Um, Robbie Rist also does the voice for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did I tell you I met him at an audition? Wait. The 80s version? or The like, 80s version, but I feel like he still might do it now. With Corey Feldman? Because yeah. Corey Feldman was Donatello. He might do it now. I can't look it up. Beth, I okay, hate you. Okay, you need to do that. <laughs> I, have, I have many questions. No, we'll have to figure it out later. Anyway, um, I didn't even, uh, you know, we were the way we uh, opened all this was, of course, the uh, big news. We gotta just go. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back. We Is have to Star go back. Wars it's movie? too big. It's too big. <laughs> Seriously, this is big news, folks. Big news. Big, biggest news of all time. <laughs> all right. Um, I just got offered the part um, on the HBO New Judd Apatow show called Crashing. And uh, it's happening. I'm filming it in two weeks. I think it airs in February, but who cares? It's the one with Artie. That uh, when I've been doing his podcast, he's been, you know, having trouble because he's filming it all the time and Sarah's in it and I'm in it and everybody else I know is in it. And now I'm in it. I got a part. I got an offer on Wednesday. Thank you very much. It's very exciting. I even have the script here. Look at this. Look how professional this is. It is Dave Juskow. Ooh. See? It's like secret. Ooh, courier It's font. the watermark. You know it's real. It says Dave Juskow. I got the whole. They sent me the script. Who's it's Dave? Real. I only know David. Well, I you, don't know and, who Dave you and mommy is. know me as David. <laughs> But uh, maybe they couldn't fit David on the screen. You see how big the font is. I tried to Google David and nothing comes up. Don't you think uh, you just change your name to like like a share of Madonna, Jessica? Uh I probably should. Most people call me Jessica, yeah. but you know, girlfriends call me Dave, David, David. Girlfriend and my mother and my sister call me David. Can you name uh, more so people who have nothing to do with your career? <laughs> Yeah, no. Anybody that has anything to do with my career calls me Jessica. There you go. Except the guy who um, called me and told me about the part. He always calls me David. Huh. His name is David. Is he too. older? No, we're the same age. Huh. His name is Dave too. Dave Rath, one of the best. You remember him? One of the best managers. One of the nicest guys, and actually one of the funniest guys I've ever met. And he was one of those managers that was actually really nice. And he helped me when I was in California. And he, you know, put up a lot of comics and stuff. Interestingly enough. Uh, the three of us just played wiffle ball outside at uh, Liza's friend Lindsay's house. Yes. And what I was going to say was the last time I played wiffle ball was on a regulation wiffle ball field. They have that? Yeah. Well, Dave Rath was living in this house. Uh, it's so funny that I just bring him up. He was living at this guy, Rick Messina, who is a manager for Drew Carey. 
uh, bought this house and they used to live together. After he left Dave Rath, he moved to this place where he has a regulation wiffle ball court and he bought me around and he was showing me. He was so excited about it. He goes, Jessica, this is a regulation wiffle ball court. I'm like, first of all, there's no such thing. Right. Uh, but he said there was. This is before the internet. I don't even know how he found out. Maybe we should build one in the backyard. He had a regulation court. He also had... He was a Red Sox and a Mets fan, so he had a bunch of Red Sox paraphernalia, but he also had the original Shea Stadium seats. Oh, that's like they're cool. like he was so into it. So he had you, you could watch the wiffle ball games. It was all celebrity wiffle ball. Right. And they had a you know, a section for seating for anybody who was watching. Wow. And I mean it was in an enclosed area and with all bases already put down in, you know, I think on concrete. And, you know, with a batting cage warm-up section and TVs, to that, the dugouts that he ESPN playing okay, all the time. That's wacky. It, well, that's what happens when you have too much money. Yes, good point. When Drew Carey is making you a fortune. He had two clients at that time that were just pulling, putting it together in their 90s. Uh, Drew Carey and one other person who, you know, it was just ridiculous that those two people had the highest shows on television. You know, maybe it was Roseanne and he was just reaping the benefits and clearly, when you have too much money, you either build a, your own Peter Pan ride in your backyard or a regulation wiffle ball court. And that's the first thing I thought of when um, you guys were playing today. I'm like, well, I'm not used to playing on a, you know, such a makeshift wiffle ball court. I'm used to the regulation. So that's why I was so angry when you called that a foul ball and then it went back. But, you know. Oh, that was so funny. Well, Jared bought me around. He was showing me all the rules, but he never mentioned that if it goes back. Although he might have, and then I got confused. No, I don't think he did. I don't think he, he said if it hits the pavement, it's a foul ball. And if it's the grass, it's fair. But he never said if it rolls back. So I thought he was cheating because he looks like he would cheat to he win. He does look like he would cheat to win. He's yeah. so funny. Well, you see, he almost uh, punched his daughter in the face to make sure she was out at first. <laughs> he, was, he was carrying the ball and didn't care who was in his way. Whereas when somebody was running towards me, I tried to get, like when Matt was running at the, with the bat, in my face. Matt, my brother-in-law runs with the bat. I don't know where he learned to play Little League, but he runs with the bat. And it wasn't the first time, even though you thought it was going to be foul. You don't know how to put the bat down. You're one of those guys that would throw the bat at by accident. That's how Clemens almost hit Piazza that time. Uh, Accidentally on purpose. Yeah. You don't know how to put the place the bat down after you get a hit? When I played wiffle ball, we never ran. We just would hit the ball and... And then what? It would just, like, wherever it landed, you'd be the, you'd either be out or depending how far Lame. it went. We played the lazy way. Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a... Uh, were you playing in Brooklyn? Because there was too many... Uh, you couldn't go out in the street. <laughs> like, it's like, no, there's no way to run. There's nothing we can do. So we just like said... like All right, that's a double. I don't want to slide on all this <laughs> broken glass. Yeah, it's a double. Right, Beth? Beth and I used to play stoop ball at our grandmother's yeah. house on 35th Street. Well, you Avenue. played, I watched... Right, but it was that was the best. They had a great stoop. You know what I'm talking about, Joe Messina. I'm talking to you. You got the stoop ball. It was a big, nice stoop. You know, you hit the ball, it hits the ground. That's five points. You hit just rarely. It hits ten points. And then if you hit the spike, it's a hundred points. What about like penny ball? Remember that? Yeah, where you try to hit the penny on the yeah. crack of the sidewalk. That was fun. I guess these were the games we made up when there was no internet and no, you know, video games. We should make the kids go outside and play that. Kids hate that. I know. They don't like going outside. Well, we love doing things. That's why to it was amazing that mad. we all played wiffle ball today. Yeah, that's a Fleischer thing. They're actually like outside people. Well, uh, I didn't want to say anything, but as long as we have the forum of the podcast, Mrs. Fleischer works at a school and she stole Coca Cola <laughs> to bring and serve. <laughs> To Matt and myself she today. Because she doesn't believe in soda, so she had to get it from somewhere. 
Well, see, at least she gets it. Well, like Daddy used to get it. Maybe I will have guests that like soda. Let me tell you about the maracuses. Those guys don't get it at all. It's like they don't have anything. As it, and they have, you know, the most beautiful house we've ever been to. Sometimes they listen. It doesn't matter. Well, good that I'm getting the word out, right? It's like, but what's the difference? Grammy listened to the podcast. She's like, why don't my grandkids stop by? So they said, we love Grammy. We love our grandmother. And we'd probably go down there more if she had food for us. Fresh food. Or even stuff from the 90s. But it's not the so, 80s. Right. But it's so fun to go And then she listens to the podcast. And then she still does nothing about it. And then completely, she's like, I don't like your podcast. And I'm like, why don't you like it? Because the kids told you exactly what you need to do so they will come over more so you can stop complaining. And she goes, that's right. I don't feel like going to the grocery store. But it's what fun kind of to grandmother go through is that? and, and, and look find for stuff, stuff from the 70s yes. when you grow up. Hey, look at this expiration date. It's like 1977. Yeah, it's like, I remember this piece of cake from the, it was <laughs> from that banana splits box that we used to have. Uh, One banana, two banana, three banana, four. Well, Matt, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, you know, you had a horrible father. Maybe he didn't teach you to drop the no. pot down. His stepmother. Oh, you liked your father? Yeah. He was all right for an abusive alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, but I'm saying in that category, I mean, he, he was, was very kind good. of a very high level. It's funny because uh, we always, uh, it's funny that our dad didn't drink because he acted like he did drink. Or we were afraid of him in the sense that he was a drunk. Well, you were. Yes, every time that, yeah, but you were afraid when the garage door would open too. Not afraid, just like, oh, God, no. Well, I wasn't afraid. I just didn't want him there. Well, I was afraid. I know. You know, when I hear people walking upstairs in my apartment now, if I hear footsteps, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, he's coming. Um, that's why sometimes I still will watch TV until six in the morning because I can, because I know he's not going to come down and start yelling at me. It's or like a dream he? come true. <laughs> well, you know, in my dreams, he's still alive. Those are nightmares. I wake up and I'm like, oh, thank God. That's when you know things are bad. I don't remember things even being that bad. But anyway, what are we talking about? Anyway, what? Uh, back to crash. I or? had more. Yeah, well, I had more announcements. Um, <clears throat> big announcements. Let me get these out of the way, and we'll talk about them again when I'm alone. But uh, just a couple more things. First of all, Godfather show coming up. Uh, Beth and Matt have been to each one so far. The next one is August second. It is now confirmed. That Artie Lang will be back as Clemenza. Excellent. Uh, he's perfect. You know, it's. It, I feel bad because I'm not giving him funny lines, but he's doing the regular lines so perfectly. I just don't want to change it because he does it the right way. He's like, I don't know, maybe four, three, four times, three, four times. I mean, he's like, hey, Kate, let me show you how to cook. You want to cook for 20 guys. I mean, he's doing it such the right way. And Richard Klein, Larry from Three's Company, will be back Sweet. as Salazzo. I didn't want to ask him again because it's such a small part, but... Um, this girl I got to play, Kay Adams, who may be one of the hottest girls you've ever seen, uh, I met through Richard Klein, and she was like, you should ask him. He had a really good time. I'm like, he did? Because I thought maybe he didn't. And she goes, no, he thought it was really funny. He thought you were really funny. I mean, that's all she really needed to say. Um, <laughs> he thought you were a good writer. And I'm like, uh, what okay. else? Yeah. And, Will there uh, be more Regal Beagle thing? I don't know. I mean, mm. that, that line was so ridiculous. Because <laughs> he was angry. He's like, all right, we'll put it. We put it in last minute. We put it in that it was the best line of the night. It, it was great. Yeah, and then he was even like, uh, I wish I'd wrote my line. <laughs> you know, so. Anyway, he's back. Um, I didn't have any parts for Mike Pachetti, and then I just made some. Yeah, you should. Yeah, so um, now he he has parts that aren't in the actual movie. Um, I think I have him play the lim the limo driver, the limo driver when they're going on the George Washington Bridge. He's playing the driver, taking them to the yeah, and then they and he turn makes around. The crazy U turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is Fredo not in this one? No, Fredo's not in this he's one. He's really perfect. Right. Oh, please. He's so, gonna be. Yeah. So we're going to Jersey. Yeah, we're going to Jersey. 
Maybe. Yeah, I have him <laughs> so he's going to pause like a half hour before he says that line. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a pause. And um, I got this line, and I don't mind spoiling it. I don't care. Um, Natterman playing uh, Michael just goes like, uh, uh, and they're like, uh, we really want to settle everything. And he's like, excuse me. And he goes to the driver, and he's like, uh, let me ask you a question. Well, these guys for real, you know, and uh, he's like, I don't know. And he's like, so these dudes are a couple of faggots, right? <laughs> he's like, I don't know, you know, oh, you're, you're going for the training, training places. places. Nice. And so then since only you and me and <laughs> Joe and maybe Lee Maracus will understand, I put the narrator says, for the two people that understand the training places reference, you know. <laughs> um, so then he's like, all right, get up. Let me frisk you. Let's see, I knew you guys were a couple of faggots. <laughs> Jacuzzi, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew you guys were a couple of faggots. <laughs> Man, when I was at home, we used to fart to make bubbles in a tub. When you think of love. <laughs> they are musical people, aren't they? Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of just absolute nonsense that only two or three people will get. But let me tell you, that is the fun of this show, right? Right. People like Matt totally get it. Beth has no idea what's going on. I she know everything. She gets a couple everything. things. You didn't know that trading places line. Of course I did. You did? Well, I did when Matt said it. Oh. <laughs> Right, right. I like, got the it. accent. No, but he got it right away. I mean, as soon as I said, excuse me, like he, he kind of knew right away. He did know right away. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a couple of us out there that just totally. Do you know, we you were know. talking about what the kids would tattoo on them if Matt, if Matt died, like his sayings. Oh, that's what you told me. What would be right. yours? In memoriam tattoos. Yeah, in memoriam uh, tattoos. What do you think? Oh, he's I told you. I told anything? you. I don't remember. He's an idiot. Comes from upbringing. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> Dory laughed at that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, even just I knew you guys were a couple of faggots. <laughs> that might work. Yeah, he doesn't say faggot. that a lot. I, um, you know, Rachel Feinstein's roommate is a tattoo artist, and I've told her that if I ever get that John Adams show, be ready. I'm going to get a tattoo of John Adams on my arm. And Perfect. Why shouldn't I? Right? I mean, how ridiculous is it? Why do you have a tattoo of John Adams? I'm like none of your business. Why? And Beth, let me tell you something. If that show ever goes, who am I casting as Alexander Hamilton? Yeah, Orlando. got that right. Just thought about it yesterday. <laughs> How great would that be, right? Uh, and you know what's happening after that? I'm in we're, love We're putting him. a song together. Oh, it's yeah. funny because Mr. Adams and Mr. <laughs> Hamilton actually have a glee club together. <laughs> oh, you know I'm going to do it. How am I not going to do it? Oh, I don't care what anybody awesome. says. How is that not going to happen? How are me and him going to be in a show where I'm not going to have a song yeah, that somehow yeah. fits in? Like, uh, you didn't know we had a glee club together? Sure, sometimes we put Franklin in, depending on who it is. You know, like, <laughs> You know, we'll get we'll get somebody we'll get we'll get another obvious song and dance for Christopher Walken or something. I mean, the timing <laughs> is so perfect. How could you not sell that? Show? Well, listen, maybe it's coming together. Everything seems to be working out pretty good. I mean, this is the best year I've ever had so far, and I'm not jinxing it because there's nothing to jinx anymore. Maybe you should go to Lynn. The other announcement is that I also have a new football show starting at the Village Underground once a month. Me and Artie, uh, Lenny Marcus, and a couple of other folks. We are going to talk. Uh, football we're gonna make picks um once a month first one i believe is september 29th if that's a tuesday um and then we already have the other dates i have them somewhere else and um always make sure it's running um and yeah it's gonna be great a monthly uh football show just talking about nonsense so we're doing that at the village underground as well Uh, i think we're gonna do a live puppet picks oh hello Mm. that sounds awesome did i tell you that the live puppet picks yeah you can do it live yeah because um well, Memo works for Sesame Street. So uh, were you just doing the Howard Stern? We'll do it live. 
Were you doing that? Oh, no. If it was funny, then yes. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I'll be on the wrap-up show on Howard Stern on July 28th, and we will, you know, I'll promote the show then. I'm going to ask Baba Boo if he wants Dory, to Dory, put that on the calendar. July 28th, David. they've just got on the wrap-up show. Yeah. 11 a.m. It'll be 11 a.m. sharp, by the way, which is perfect, because, you know, they're not on on Thursdays. Perfect. We've got to make sure we have that. So we'll have the car. full hour. You're going to sit in the car? Yeah. Listen, old school. That's right. Like when mommy had to come to Manhattan that day to see me on TV when I first was on public access. And the public access yeah, show. Yeah, the first night I was on, she stayed with her cousin Eleanor, I guess. Oh, right. I think so, right? That sounds right. Which is so weird because now Irene lives in that building. She does? The tranny Irene that you uh, right, got right, afraid yeah. of when she came up the graph. Because uh-huh, I thought it was the other Irene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Irene Bremis um, was trying to get me and Dory to meet Daniel Radcliffe, but we both messed up. That show that he's in right now off-Broadway it's completely sold out. The whole run of the show it's crazy. is sold out because he's so popular. And this time it's like it's a comedy. Is right? it a comedy? I don't even know. I feel like I have I no idea what it's about. Comedy. I have to assume it's a comedy because they ask people to leave their cell phones on. So maybe it's improvised. Well, I guess it sounds that's really fun. Rachel Dratch is in it, and that was the. Oh, really? That well, was, then it has to be funny. It can't right, be funnier right. than Waiting for Inishman. No, uh, Please the do cripple of Inishman. Oh, right. Please well, do if it. it isn't a cripple, Billy, he's going to be here and he's got marshmallows of all flavors, yellow, his own organ, half the day. But we're going to have it. You didn't kiss kids over your cripple, Billy, did ya? It's my uh, favorite. It's better than Charlton Heston now. Well, the funny thing is, um, when Dory and I, if we were going to meet him, I was going to start doing that. Yeah, you should. And uh, he would be like, huh, it's pretty good. And like, yeah, thanks a lot, jerk off. <laughs> Being thanks. thanks for taking two hours out of uh, my life. That was two hours. He would understand you, and then he'd start speaking back at you. Yeah, he'd <laughs> be like, stop it, stop it, <laughs> Daniel. Oh, there was an entire 10-minute scene where he's just coughing in bed. Right, Dory? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even exaggerating. 10 minutes where he has like typhoid fever or something, and he's just coughing in bed. He's like, why won't I die? <laughs> it's just awful. 10 to 15 minutes, right? It went on forever. It didn't make any sense. I'm like, why did they keep this in? She doesn't want to say anything. Oh, she doesn't want to say anything? I just like when you guys talk about it because it's so funny. <laughs> Cripple Billy. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Cripple Billy Casper. Um, I got a couple, uh, you know, things I, uh, you know, we can just, I don't really have. Uh, for instance, Billy was in the hospital. Last week. That is correct. And um, uh, my sister's an idiot. It comes from upbringing. She uh, texts everybody at uh, 1.30 in the morning that uh, my nephew's in the hospital, me and Aunt Judy. And then she texts us nothing else. So we sit there and waiting 5, 6 a.m. We get nothing. And then Aunt Judy calls me at like 10 a.m. She's like, do you know what's going on? I'm like, I have no idea. I was waiting for the next move. And then uh, finally we, I call Beth and she's like, oh, I fell asleep. How you doing? I was delirious. No, but she was like, we I just felt all night. No, she's like, so what's up? <laughs> you're, just, you're like Lee Morakis. Like, what's going on, man? And I'm like, what do you mean? What's going? What? How's Billy? Oh, that worked itself out. There was not a problem. What's the matter with you? Why do you do that? Um, How do you not text somebody back? As I was leaving the hospital at five o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning, I remember thinking, I don't want to text anybody because I don't want the ding to wake anybody because you guys stay up so late and then as soon as i got home i fell asleep and didn't get up till 10 30 oh screw that ding you know you can text me at any time i hate that stupid ding that you can't now you can't text people at three in the morning because but it gives me the ding i found that out the heart somebody got angry at me i'm like that's why i didn't call because there's texting i don't leave my phone near the bed but i figured you guys do 
and I didn't want to wake you. Matt, was there anything particularly you wanted to talk about on the podcast? You're being very yeah, he's being quiet, so quiet, and it's confusing. I I know you've always wanted to be on the podcast, right? I am declining to speak first. <laughs> oh, that's another tattoo. <laughs> we Sorry, say it all the, the time. Michael well, Scott from the office. Every time I get in trouble at the JCC, and they call me up to the you know, Shh, I haven't told anybody we're Jewish. <laughs> I always sit there and I'm like, I am declining to speak. He was entering a, a negotiation and he like did a self-help thing on how to negotiate. And one of the Who things, did? Michael Scott from the office. Oh. And so one of the key things is don't speak first. Let the other guy speak first. So he sits there <laughs> and he's sitting there quietly with the other guy. Nobody's saying a word. And then finally, Michael Scott says, I am declining to speak first, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. I don't Is Michael Scott the name of the actor or the person? He's the, the character. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I never Steve watched him. Oh, Perhaps I heard see. Of him. He played the character. His character's name is Michael Scott. Yes. Isn't that funny? That's the first time I've ever. I've never seen the show ever. What? Oh, that's weird. Because you like the English version so exactly, much better. Exactly. I boycotted it. I heard it was people loved it, but it was yeah. Finding okay. Dory. That was fun. It was good. It was really good. Making a fortune. I know. Well, we can't stop buying everything Finding Dory. Because why? Dory, sh- show him the uh, towel I just got you. Because her name's Dory, and it's spelled the same way. Here comes Finding Billy. I like sand. Sand is squishy. <laughs> is that a line from the movie? It is. Have you already seen it more than once? No. Then how would you remember that line? Because that's, oh, that's right. adorable like line. <laughs> on Instagram, if you look up Pixar Finding Dory, you will find a scene of Dory as a baby on Instagram. And it's really cute. Dory as a baby is so adorable. It's a cartoon, you know. What? Are you talking about cute. your daughter, Dory? No. Because that was not cute. Oh, I'm thinking Eliza. No, Eliza. Well, your was middle not kid cute. was a. Whoa, we are lucky she wow. grew up. Wow. Because when she was. Until she was three. Oh, that's cute. That's it's a. So oh, man, cute. I haven't seen a beach towel in years. A nice big beach towel. Oh, you're showing me the picture? Oh, that is cute. There's so much with the name Dory on it right now. It's awesome. All right, that's pretty cute. Yeah, so now she has two towels that she takes to camp, Harry Potter and Finding Dory. (laughs) Dory, um, are you excited about going to London? Because here it is. I've been talking about it. Yes, I am. I've told everybody you really don't care. (laughs) You see see what I'm saying, folks? Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see the energy? But she wasn't even doing that to be ironic. Dory, say it it again. Are you excited about going to London? I sure am. (laughs) <laughs> you see what I'm saying, folks? Can't I'm getting that nothing. Kind of yeah. It's like, um, I think she got more excited about, uh, what was it? That, Ask her uh, if she wants a brownie. Yeah. Uh, do you want a brownie? I'll take one. Uh, well, now she's just doing it. Right. But I, I thought that was going to be I've way seen more her get excited. more excited about having a brownie from Pizza Hut than <laughs> getting more. Oh, my God, more, that was so good. See, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's just spoiled. Maybe you take her to London all the time. Dory, the, um, does she travel a lot? What was the place that we were looking at this morning with the big chocolate shakes, the milkshakes? Do you remember the name of it? There's a place in New York City. There's like a four-hour line to get these milkshakes. There's like pieces of That's cake on top of it. What are you talking about? How would I not know about that? Dory, see if it's still it on the called, iPad. It was called like Black Tap Burgers or something. Dory, don't be racist. What was it? Um, <laughs> Black Tap Burgers? I think yeah. it was Colored Tap Burgers. Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> African American <laughs> uh, uh, how do I not know about that if there's a place that makes the best shakes ever how am I they not going looked there so amazing on Good Morning America that we had to figure out and so she said where they got it from and we looked it up and then Cindy Fleischer said there's like four hour lines outside I got, I got a suit with five dollars shake tastes like 
No, that's 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 a very good shake. I'm thinking it's like twenty bucks. I don't know. What's a five dollar milkshake could possibly <laughs> taste like? What's that from? Well, it sounds like Greece. No, no, it's got to be um, you know, the, his comeback movie. That's right? right. Yeah. What is it? Staying alive. No, you had Come it. You on, were about to man. say it. You were about to say it. I saw your mouth move that way. Where they killed everybody and people's heads came off. What? And it was just dark. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Thank you. That's the way you look at Pulp Fiction where they killed everybody and people's heads fell off? All I remember is that one scene in the car anybody. where they shot him in the head and his brain Oh, was like right. A... Marvin. Right. <laughs> Marvin. <laughs> hey, you killed... You shot Marvin, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. With him and Uma Thurman, they're sitting at that place where uh, only an acquaintance Tarantino where Marilyn Monroe would serve you and uh, James Ma- Jane Mansfield. Oh, that's the place? Black Tap Shakes. It's called, like, it's called Jesus Black Tap Christ. Those look unbelievable. Right? The most insane milkshakes in New York. How have I not heard of this? I don't know. Th- look at these. You gotta, I mean, you got to look it up, folks. This, these milkshakes, it, 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 unless this is just a photograph. No, that's what Did they look like. Did you see that? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Those look good. That's why we They're had to look it up. They're full of everything. How do I not know about this? There's like actually a piece of red velvet cake on top of the milkshake. Oh, that's my favorite. Remember that picture I had of that Bloody Mary that has a cheeseburger mm. on top of it? Bloody Mary <laughs> sounds good. Wait, it has a cheeseburger yeah, on, top on top of, of it? it? Yeah, <laughs> it's like the greatest Bloody Mary of all time. It has a cheeseburger piece of shrimp. Round two? No. Are they, they're bad. drinking margaritas. We are. I'm not. Because we just played wiffle ball, and I'm like, out of, I'm drinking Gatorade. I'm like, I, that took a lot out of me. Well, but you spun yesterday, right? Can you say spun? spun? Did you took a I spin did. class? <laughs> so yesterday, Rachel and I went to spin class that I usually do, but it was the sole survivor class, which means it's an hour, not 45 minutes. Ooh. And we went at 9.30, and then Rachel and I went to a very nice lunch at some crepe place. It's called Sugar Plum, I think, or something. And we had the – and so she goes, do you want to share? And you know how I hate that because um, I just went out with Michelle the other night. She goes, well, let's share something. Oh, you hate sharing. At least everybody knows I hate sharing. I hate sharing. Men don't like sharing. You're the only person that doesn't seem to like sharing. Men don't we like sharing. We just had this conversation. Everybody knows that. Joey doesn't like sharing on Friends. I mean, everybody gets it. But um, people still ask me if I want to share. And of course, they don't want to. So we both got, then we decided we would just get the crepes as like a dessert. And then I was like thinking of Nutella and banana. She goes, oh my God, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> and it was delicious. Nutella, but I remember, Dory, we had those uh, crepes at that place. We had Nutella, banana, strawberries, and no, peanut butter and cinnamon, right? Yeah. Wow. I could do without the peanut butter. That's not for me, but I know Dory likes it, so. And this was that place Shade that I always go into all the time, which is like, you know, creepy. We should go to um, Scoops. No, what's the Scoop? Today? Yeah, and get that cinnamon ice cream you like. Oh, and, and, and Matuchin. Matuchin. Yeah. What's the one in Rutgers? Thomas, Thomas Sweets. 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 Rutgers. Mm, that would be good, too. Oh, After. stuff your face. Oh, I'd be okay. <laughs> I mean, that's stupid. Um, yeah, stuff your face is not a bad idea. You should probably only go there when you're in school, though, right? I mean, what do we need to go to New Brunswick for? What? They have hot dogs and other kinds of sandwiches. <laughs> hot dogs, not a sandwich. Um, I think uh, it is. Stuff your face in New Brunswick is the greatest. You know, I'd been there 20 years ago, and now that my niece goes to school around there, we would go in there. And I went back. Just as good. Last October. It was just as good as it was 20 years ago. When I had the lasagna bowl what was it? Uh, mm. I remember I added onions, then I dropped the mic. Yeah. I was like, with onions. Whoa. Oh, it was delicious. I mean, delicious. Yeah, the waitress thought that was hilarious. Yeah, she, she did, though. I'm sure she did. Yeah, it was worth uh, Speaking of which, last Sunday, I went out with Michelle, my neighbor. Yes. We went out to eat, and um, 
we went to this bar, and you know how we've been watching Elementary and a lot of Sherlock Holmes stuff. Elementary, my so, dear. Um, two times two is four. No, no, the Sherlock Holmes Elementary. Yes, I like him. Oh Jesus, keep up. What's his name? Johnny Lee Miller. Yes, I think love him. Uh, but I've also been watching the British one oh. with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Gotcha. The who movie uses the uh, term "colored people." I think I have a clip. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, what did I call it? Idiotic actors clips. That's what we put in there. Yeah, here it is. Um, no, but in all seriousness, yeah. I, I, I know what you're saying. And it, 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 I think as far as, as far as colored actors go, it, go, it yeah. gets really difficult in the UK. And I think a lot of, a lot of my friends have had, it, had more opportunities here than in the UK. Yeah. And that's something that needs to change. Lenny Henry, who's a real force for good for many, many reasons, a brilliant actor, comedian. And, I'm waiting for the uh, and guy to go like, what did you just say? Not, um, a, can't remember whether he does. I guess he doesn't. Out of all the Negroes I've worked <laughs> with. But he's, So he's saying he's it's really better here than in London, than in England for... For colored actors? Yeah, for colored actors. For jigaboos? <laughs> Stop. Um, I guess... Um, that doesn't make any sense. I thought there wasn't any prejudice. In Let's listen first. Lady Gaga surprising a lot of people last night with this tribute to the sound of music. Afterwards, Julie Andrews joined her on stage, gave her a hug, and called it wonderful. It was It's very impressive, though, isn't it? It's hard to really hear her voice. Lady Gaga. With all the jigaboo yeah. music that she did. Whatever you want to call <laughs> what? it. What? never heard that. Yeah, she you has know, a nice she's voice. She's a gorgeous voice. Yeah. I never knew. What's jigaboo music? <laughs> yeah, well, it's somebody <laughs> who the should heck is that? be fired as a reporter. That's so. awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, She's what was she saying? Saying Jigaboo music. She I really, think she got it wrong. I don't think she knows Jigaboo was a, you know, a bad. Like was she just she wasn't making fun of like African American. I don't music, think so. Right? I think she just got it. The she was name meant to wrong. say like gobbledygook or something. I, I don't know. I think she was trying <laughs> wow. to say getting jiggy and boo. I don't know, but <laughs> that's I, crazy. You know, I think those some of those. People that do the banter on, you know, the early morning news are just so stupid yeah. that they just don't even know what they're doing. Wow, that's funny. And Matt's trying to come up with a word that's equally offensive, I could tell. Not at all. <laughs> well, no, I was just saying say how um, in South Africa, colored means uh, mixed marriage. Oh, they just told me that you just said that because we were talking about the, the, the boys. That you, that like you were the one that said It's a completely different thing. Like colored people want to be black. Like, because being colored in South Africa is still Back like, in the taboo. Day. No, it's, it's still? still, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's, it's not integrated. It's, it's supposed to be, but it's still, they're still having some trouble there. Yeah, they hate black people there, which is so interesting. They're full of black people. But they really there. hate colored people. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, so I've been on Artie's podcast the past couple of weeks, and we've just been doing Sterling Hayden, 48 minutes of Sterling Hayden just doing racist material. Stand him up! From the Godfather, he's a nigger. Like, just, like, just, <laughs> I don't know, just because he just seems like he would be saying that stuff. So we were pretending that Francis Ford Coppola just said, "Now just riff a couple lines." You know, it's like, all right, <laughs> why are you little? You know, <laughs> like he just does that all the time, and he can't stop saying the n word. It was um, not good, but it's just funny to do it in character. Forty-eight minutes. Wow. We did it nonstop. Anyway, so I'm out with Michelle at this bar, and I, we walk in to an Irish bar called Bloom's by my house, and there's a waitress who clearly was Spanish, and then we sat at the table, and the waitress, the hostess was Spanish, and then um, we sat at a table where the waitress was wearing an Argentina shirt, and this is an Irish bar, and so I've never seen an Irish bar not have Irish waitresses. Right. Well, I had no idea that the there was a huge game between... Uh, Argentina and I've Chile 
that night that was at the Meadowlands that everybody was yeah everybody uh, was talking after about we it. saw that and people were coming in all of everywhere we walked people were talking about it like it was so weird I had no idea I don't follow that you know but are you I'm sure a, it was Chile and Argentina positive yeah. positive so the girl was wearing an Argentina shirt I said what shirt is that are you allowed to be wearing that here and she goes it's Argentina I'm like it's, and then I talked to Michelle and I'm like didn't you notice something is up here like because I, I don't know Michelle like Sherlock Holmes the, the, the hostess is, she goes, she's Colombian I'm like I thought so. I detected the, the, some sort of accident what's going on today you know and then they told us there was the they were making sure that everybody came there for the uh, soccer and everything gotcha. but um, so we're, so I'm talking to the waitress and she's cute but uh, well, I'm not flirting I'm asking a couple questions and Michelle just starts instantly ordering which I hate because like while you're in the middle of talking? I understand when you have to order because well not now but you back in the day in the day when you have kids I get the rush. But if we're just sitting there, we're having a Sunday, we're trying to have a drink first, and then we, uh, we're just having dinner, what's the rush? So why she started? I'm like, what's the matter? Why are you ordering? So, and then um, I you know, was upset with her for like, you know, she's like, well, you're talking to the waitress. I'm like, what? I'm so, schmoozing. Well, then she said she was jealous that I was talking to the waitress. No, she did not. She said it. What's with you? Two? Sounds like a keeper. <laughs> well, not dating. That's what I'm like. What's the big I deal? I know. I was just asking her questions. I wasn't saying, so are you seeing anybody? I wasn't doing any of that. I mean, she's just like, I'm like, you're that hungry that you had to order that quickly? But I was thinking so. about having an appetizer. Has she shown interest in you ever? Never. Right? Well, sometimes. You liked her, I thought. I, she's while, really right? pretty. Yeah. She would call me when she was with another boyfriend in Aruba and be like, I, you know, I just had a dream about you and I kind of fooling around while I was down here. Thanks for sharing. So, you know, I get confused sometimes. Sounds like another girl with daddy issues who needs constant validation. Oh, thank God. Thank God they exist. Otherwise known as a keeper. Yeah. Well, she's nice and she's, you know, she's good enough. I mean, she's my neighbor. Good enough. She's around, you know, I help her walk a dog. I know. That's so cute. Well, you know, I love hanging out with my neighbors. I enjoy it. But, yeah, so then, um, then we walked... We were looking for ice cream. Like, I wanted some ice cream. But then I feel so fat because she's so stick thin, like disgustingly thin. You know, like Dory. Um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, I feel like a, the fattest person on the planet looking for ice cream after. But, I'm, you know, that's not bad. It's still fun. Yeah. And um, we went back and we saw the guys who own the restaurant across the street from me and their family, like eating outdoors and her old boyfriend sitting right next to each other. No Eating way. at a cafe on Second Avenue outdoors. It was so strange. Wow. And his name... And he's fat. Her old boyfriend is Chris Abbott. So how many times do I go, hey, Abbott? Because <laughs> he's like fat, too. That's a really like, funny name. I know. And then he, cool. he, she's like, I know you're dating him. And she goes, no, because I, I saw pictures of you on Facebook. And she goes, I swear we're, we're not dating. Do our kids even know who Abbott and Costello is? No, I was thinking about that, too. And all the road movies. They never show that. I mean, it's not even on TV. All the stuff we had to watch because there was nothing else on on Sundays. Sundays They were good. They were fun. Two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven. It's not a phone number. It's all the channels we had. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Sunday afternoons, uh, what was on those channels? Just movies on Channel 11. Start with Abbott and Costello at 1130 in the morning. And then there's just movies, horrible Horrible movies. Bob Hope and Crosby. That stuff was funny, though. It was funny enough. It's unwatchable now. It's just too long. And the yeah, movies, you know, three o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, but you know, it. I remember thinking, you know, back then, you know, this must have been the late seventies. Thinking, how 
great will it be one day when Star Wars is on Channel 11, <laughs> you know, at three in the afternoon. Uh, that's going to be so great. Like late at night, it'll be on, you know, like these old late movies. Are, you know, I was always up late at night. I had right. the black and white TV in my room. And on Sunday nights, I could never sleep. So I'd be up all night. I'd be watching so much messed up stuff on Channel 9 was the only station on that late. Remember, they also used to sign off. Yeah. yeah. In fact, <laughs> um, you might read... You might remember they used to uh, just play like this song. Like while they were signing off. WCBS TV celebrates New York. Do you remember that? I don't know. They would just show pictures of New York like on I Saturday morning. Remember the flag. I remember um, the <laughs> <laughs> Well, wait. Here, you might remember this Didn't one. Didn't they I... just play like God Bless America and show the picture of the flag? Yep. How about this? This is the one that... This is from they Late played Show. Like, uh, Passover jazz. greetings from Channel Two. Aww. Remember this song? Because you didn't used to. You were asleep. You're a good person that goes to sleep early. This is the theme to the goddamn Late Show. Before there was David Letterman. Before there was. Wow. You know, only Johnny Carson. This is what you used to get on CBS at 11:30 and beyond. Because then after this, they had the Late Late Show. And here, wait, there's more, I think, where they... And then the movie just starts. Like a record. Right. I think it was Siegfeld Follies. Wow. I mean, this is what I would watch Sunday nights. And then I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be something good. Of course, it was never never, anything good. It was always that music with the record scratching playing. (laughs) And I'm like, this sucks. So I would sit there and I'd be like, what is the day Star Wars is going to come on? At that time, and now sometimes to this day, when it's on Cinemax, they put The Empire Strikes Back and The Return of the Jedi right after, and it's like a dream come true that I'm just sitting there and I'm watching the what happens to Han Solo that when we had to wait three years for that. At least, yeah. Why are you being so quiet? I don't understand what's happening. I know. All am I missing all something? All he does I, is tell me how much he wants to be on yeah, your Yeah, that's podcast. what you told me. So what am I... Now we are can't you come up drunk with or tired say. from the sun? What's happening? Well, we what did am I, go kickboxing. I know you're being sun, polite I'm and everything. From Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm very confused. Mm. Was there anything in particular you wanted to talk about? It seemed like you were... Or you, Beth? Was there anything... Uh, I mean, I could bring up topics. We could talk about Uncle C all day. Well, yeah. You know, I feel like we, you know, you've kind of done that one. I have one. done that. You know, that, that uh, major cunt, that uh, <laughs> uncle of mine that uh, kicked me and my you sister call out of his will. call a man C-word? Yeah, really yeah, because he's not a man. He's not a man. Well, that's true. So I have to call him the C word because he's not a man. He is a, a pussy whip douchebag. And uh, he's just as bad as Beth Tapper's father, who is also a bag of shit, because he married an Aunt Rita of his own, oh, who no. I used to think she reminded me of Aunt Rita. Really? Yeah, when I used to hang out with them. I didn't tell you about this? No. Beth Tapper got, had a kid out of wedlock. Uh, they got married while she was pregnant. This happens a lot. It I cannot deny it. Actually, I'm so such a much of a prude. It actually bothers me a little. But but they got married little. before she had the kid. Got married before she had the All kid, right, but so she went down the you know whatever the with the kid, with and, and they didn't have a big ceremony. I think they just got married and that that. Well, the father has not met his grandchild, and the kid's five. No way. He will not come because she had the kid out of wedlock. Stop. Clearly, his. I mean, I've met him a hundred times. Clearly, his wife saying, "I'm sorry, but as a Christian, I am not." I mean, he's Jewish. Right. This is the exact same situation. Yeah. He, wow. Now she's got. He's got a second grand. Cause she just had another kid. He won't see him. So 
Uh, she just, I called her for her birthday the other day. She told me her brother came by and he goes, you know, dad really would like to see some pictures. And, oh, she, really? and she's reached out nonstop. His, her husband, who's awesome, uh, he re, he's like, Mr. Tap, could, you know, Beth needs you. You know, he's really wants He's like, no, can't do it. She had it out of wedlock. And um, wow. had it out of wedlock in 2016, you know. And um, so she's like, no, go fuck yourself. I'm not giving you any pictures. Right. And until he come, and I said, yeah, you can't give him anything until he comes to your house on, in person without his wife and says, I fucked up. Right. I'm really sorry. I was on the dark side or whatever. I mean, that's the only way because they really tried and tried. The kid wanted a grandfather. Totally. And agree. it's completely unacceptable. And he married uh, an Aunt Rita. And it's a, it's a real shame because... Uh, she reminded me so much of her when I met her. I just can't believe that a person would do that to their grandkids. I can't believe it either. It And it's not like when they had the kid, like she was just having a kid to have a kid. They were going to be together forever. We talk and, about that a lot at this house. And, you know, Beth Tapper used to date a lot of douchebags. This guy was great. You know, like why wouldn't, just because of that reason alone. And she was already like 40. Really? You're going to... You get angry about her having a kid now? And she had been how long with him? Uh, a couple of years, you know. Right. They so were, they were actually together. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't was a, a one night. <laughs> it wasn't a one night stand. That's the worst. The yeah, child's exactly. an abomination. <laughs> well, the child's a bastard. I mean, the, the child is a bastard, even if he's In born the distance, out of wedlock. There's right? a child crying. A bastard. Now, do, child. You, do you remember when we thought that uh, mommy was a bastard? No, it was Papa Dory. Oh, Papa Dory was the best. Right. We we did some checking into our mother's father, and his birth certificate was in Polish. And we had found something that it's possible he was a bastard. Right. And we just kept saying, hey, you're the one whose father's a bastard. You know, I mean, he couldn't like the, the Simpsons one where, uh, with uh, well, it, Santa's little helper was great until this bitch came in. She goes, Bart. He goes, no, it's the real word. I looked it up. We're not going to have a talk with those Webster people. Uh, yeah. I, it's it's too bad he wasn't fat because he'd be fat bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah he so was the good. exact opposite. He was like, like Dory, hey, you fat bastard. No, he had the same frame as Dory. It's true. I guess that's where I guess we, we named her right. I look just like him now. I have that picture of me and Ashley at the hockey game, and I look just like I'm wearing a, an outfit actually from the '80s. Pretty sure he was never that fat. He had a pot belly for a while, but um, you, no, you didn't see me. For, just my hairline uh. and the face looked just like him. It was really creepy. I mean, I don't mind looking like him. I was going to say, I always thought he was adorable. He was adorable. <laughs> right? Your daughter's named after. And of course, your daughter's named after him. Uh, this is Uncle C's father. father. And Beth names her firstborn after Uncle C's father. And he kicks her out of the will. Disgusting. And he'd been sending Dory only extra money for... You know, bar mitzvahs, birthdays, because she's named after his father. No money. Come no on. money. But, but, but cards. Happy but they birthday. didn't say any of the other cards. I thought they sent no. $25, no? I don't think so, no. You sure? They sent uh, I a think donation for her bar mitzvah. on her behalf to the human fund. <laughs> <laughs> George, that's a wonderful idea. <laughs> Remember those great gifts we used to get from them? Oh, God. You know, and I think they were mad because we never sent them thank you notes. I think they needed handwritten thank you notes. I think they were very angry. About and that. that led to... I think so. Well, we didn't even have their address. It went to the, the, the redefining of... Nisa we asked Nisa. them That's not right. to send us stuff after a while. We didn't even want anything from them. No, because they thought we were like eight when we were 15. They would send us like baby well, the stuff. Wor- the worst part is, Beth, and you've seen this before, 
mommy just keeps sticking up for this douchebag. She and made that's me what's put the flag fun. in like, <laughs> I shouldn't even tell you. Uh-oh. She's like, oh, where should I hang the flag? I'm like, what flag? Daddy's? No, no, C's. And I'm like, wait, what? She's like, well, they gave me the flag. I'm like, yeah, but you got to give that back at some point. No, David she, said they oh. have to, you know, that they want it back. No, no, I'm going to hang it up. I'm like, you are not hanging that up in this house. Or I'm not coming back. No, wait here. a second. Wait a second. But I, I said you had to give it back before we found this. Now I ain't giving it back. Right. But she actually but, bought something. Like, yeah, I saw that. Hanging up. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, oh, will you help me put that away? And I'm like, well, I'll put it in the garage. Well, that's okay if she wants to hang it up. Yeah, know, who cares, David, right? I mean, it was I don't a Confederate flag. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have made that sense. That made so much sense, though. Wait, why do you care if she hangs that up? I mean... Because why should... She, I mean, it's just gross. He was so mean to us. The only reason I wanted to hang it up is so it's up there and the other kids can't have it. Right. I don't want to give it Take back to their kids. Take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. So I don't care if she puts that up. You know, you know what also... This two-faced bitch which is our mother and i wanted to use a other word um she was furious at daddy's flag i have daddy's flag at home she wasn't he, he mad was she just didn't think he was right didn't think it, he was what that it meant anything well where does uncle c's mean yeah, anything that, you know what I uncle don't c's know. is worse you're right daddy was a man and he went into the army i don't know what uncle c was yeah, I don't doing even now. think uncle, uncle c, c was, was that character in um that uh, Neil Simon movie Why who was that Jewish that guy with the glasses. That's what I'm trying to say. She was like, I don't want it. I don't even want it covering his, his you know, uh, what do you call the box? The, you know, the coffin. The, the coffin. Holy she shit. was so angry. So I said, I'll take it. I'd love to have it. And it, and I, I love having it. I like the fact that, you know, even though we didn't care for it, that I liked that he did military service. And right, I, he was I like that flag. Where the hell was Uncle C? I don't Nowhere? know. He was, he was in World War II. No, he wasn't. Yeah. I don't think he, he was. He was older. Yeah, but he was only four years older than. But Daddy. that's what I'm saying. He was at the end of where I don't think he did any service. Like I think he did service. He was buried in you know Fort Knox in the service. But you know I think he was at the very end. Just like Daddy was at the end of Korea. It was pretty much over by then. But they were still sending yeah. some troops. But um, I don't know what Uncle C did to deserve being buried in a military, you know, cemetery. I think they got to fix those rules. Yeah. You know, it should be only you know for people that do serious service. But you gotta you gotta actually say what exactly the service did. Right. Well, I wrote some manuals. Uh, you know, like, I, I don't know whether I'd, would you bury a Stars and Stripes reporter in a, yeah, maybe, right? Could be. You, it's, it's once you open it, you, you got to let everybody in. I guess. It's like, otherwise. Well, the good news is at least they don't have a separate grave for uh, Aunt Rita. She's just buried right on top of them. <laughs> and if I was them, I would have said, I want to be buried on top of her. Screw that. Just, isn't that the, the, the best, though, that we can't go to face his grave because it's in Fort Knox? Oh, he, he played this one perfectly, I'm telling you. I thought they just threw water on her and she disintegrated. <laughs> That's the way we like to think of it. Wait, is she buried there too? Or are they yeah, buried she's buried together? On, yeah, because uh, you can be buried with your wife, but she can't have a separate plot. They have to be buried on top of each other. Wait, is that true? Yeah, yeah. Swear to God. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, because she wasn't in the military. So. Right. So, wow. uh, you know, the reason why one of the sisters, the, rather, the nieces wants the flag is because she was in the military. Oh. So I guess it means actually, the fact that they love Uncle C's. Oh. Please but the fact that mommy just keeps won't let us at this point with this the nonsense that has happened where she doesn't understand why we're so upset is really frustrating. Still doesn't get it. And still is like, oh, my brother was so great. And, and remember, he, you know, he liked you. Ugh. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, you guys have it pretty rough. Son of a bitch. I don't know. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep going. I, I think Matt keeps having something to say. I feel like I'm disappointing you. You guys are making this way too serious. Well, I like it that way. It's still funny to me. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, we just fixed our mother's will, and I put uh, I kept Dory out of it. I said I don't <laughs> consider Dory my granddaughter. Uh, I put that in the will, but it's secret. Like it's a little yeah, special, little, right? Yeah. For the purpose of defining granddaughter, <laughs> I don't consider people. Dory Casper my I granddaughter. Specifically excluding Dorian. The following Veronica names. Casper. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> Yeah. Let me see if I had other things I want. I mean, I had a bunch of stuff. Aren't we going over time? I, I go for like an hour. I go when I'm finished, when I feel like finishing. Oh, it's like right. how it starts. Just gotcha. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, just guidelines. Um, guidelines. I, already t- I already talked about taking a nap at the beach, right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, what about uh, the hot dog sandwich thing? I thought that was interesting. What hot dog sandwich? Whether a hot dog should be considered a sandwich or not. I never heard it. What are you talking it's about? It's like a big controversy. They were debating it yesterday. A lot of yesterday. stuff going on. Well, talk about it. Well, apparently... There are those that believe that hot dogs should be a sandwich and, you know, considered a sandwich. And there are, are a lot of people who think it shouldn't be. I throw it out to the audience. Who is pouring water? <laughs> <laughs> because it's like that? you got the meat and the bread. So is it a sandwich? What do you? What is your view on it? Well, I thought yes, because also a definition of a sandwich. It says if you split a single piece of bread split open and meat inside it. Like a hero. Think about it, like if you cut a hero, you slice it open, you throw cold cuts in there and yeah. close it open. That's a sandwich. Right? Wouldn't you agree? What does Billy have to say? <laughs> He's waving his What's father the first off. image that comes to your mind when you think of sandwiches? Like a hot dog? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> when you think of sandwich, you Burn. think of two things of bread stacked, like with stuff inside of it. Hot dogs don't have that. Okay, that's the first thing I think of. The, the one, first thing I think one, of when I think of a dog is like a German hey, don't shepherd. Interrupt me, but there are other things that don't are dogs. Don't interrupt me. I don't disrespect you. your father. No, I won't hurt you. Um, either way, hot dogs, it's one piece of bread and not two, and it's not stacked. Don't you love smarmy 13-year-olds? Isn't that the best? Yes, yeah, smarmy. <laughs> What's smarmy? Actually, Dory came up with a good uh, observation of why a hot dog wouldn't be considered a sandwich because one of Billy's favorite things to eat is a hot dog sandwich which is hot dogs sliced up in between two slices of bread is that true yes so if you can actually have a hot dog sandwich then a hot dog can't be a sandwich because you can have a hot dog sandwich and i was like "Woo! drop the mic yes i make them a hot dog sandwich now the best part is is that um, my sister actually invented the hamburger hot dog sandwich which I, was always right? so, <laughs> I was always so impressed by that when she came back from college when we would barbecue crappy barbecue food um, as our mother would only make us have hamburgers and hot dogs. We couldn't have cheeseburgers because it was not kosher. So we couldn't have anything. But of course, when she left, we might have put a little cheese on the grill. But then when she would have Orthodox people over, she's like, no, no, it's never been kosher. And then we felt horrible. Remember that? <laughs> no. That lady can't. Because I never that? ate it. Oh, you were. Yeah. Right. God, you got to have some cheese on the hamburger sometimes, you know. Well, Beth's come a long way, as you recall. Yeah, she, no, she I was, know. It's you know, amazing. No, I can't have cheese and meat. And now she's just like, come on, throw some more cheese on there. I still feel guilty about it, too. Um, There's but, only three kinds of cheese? I thought we were going to do a four <laughs> cheese cheeseburger. But Beth came home from college, and she immediately put the hot dog and hamburger together. It, looked, it still reminds me of being delicious. It is delicious. You don't eat it anymore, do you? Sure, yeah. I do. You still do? Definitely. Every time. Why don't you just call it a, what do you call it? You I should don't know. name it. A Bethy Poo special. Yeah. No, I mean, I got it from a place in the in D.C. Oh, you got it from a restaurant? I thought you said people were doing that. It was an actual restaurant. No, it was restaurant? at the Red Lion in D.C., and they put a hot dog, they slice it lengthwise, put it on top of the hamburger, and then put barbecue sauce oh. on it. Oh. It was so good. Whatever it is, it's definitely a sandwich. Can you make that tonight? Maybe tomorrow, maybe. Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, shit. Do we invite him? No, no, it's okay. Oh. I think he had something else to do. Um, 
Matt, you've been working in the city now. Have you tried the new Chick-fil-A? I have. <laughs> I have. have it's, a, used, it's a madhouse. It's a I, madhouse. I, I went at like How is that possible? The one on 46 and 6 you've been going to? No, no. Oh, you've been going lower. to the one on 38th or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been going to the new one on 46 and 6. It's a madhouse every day. And it's, now they have an app, but you still have to wait outside to get your stuff. It's, 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 I mean, it's good. It's not that great it's, yet. It's fine. I'm just it's, like, it's okay. It's I, yeah, I got to say, it's not, it's not yeah. as delicious as that line would tell you. Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's all I'm almost disappointed by it. Yeah. Think about it. When Buffalo Wild Wings came out, you, there was what? a line out the door for that crappy was? place. Yeah. That place sucks, too. I know. Yeah. It totally sucks. But it's all in like Chipotle. That was a big deal. I feel like Chick-fil-A like, was better in the 70s. Well, it's weird that we had that one Chick-fil-A in Woodbridge Center. That's right. And it's still there, and there was nothing else. Catherine like, how did that I, stay there? Every, every Sunday. Didn't you used to work there? No, I did not work there. Didn't Catherine work there? No. Maybe. Mm. Well, she might have said she worked there, and then it turned out she worked for the FBI. <laughs> Didn't you mix the barbecue sauce and the ranch sauce and create the Chick-fil-A sauce? <laughs> no. That was you. Well, I had it the other day. Joanne's Nuthouse. Joanne's and, uh, Nuthouse. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Wait, you worked at Joanne's Nuthouse. No, I worked at another candy place at the Route One Flea Market. You maybe you remember? You worked the at the Route, Route One, One Flea Market. Yeah. When you Where say did you work there? I mean, you actually were employed and earned yeah. money. I sold candy. Yeah. The Route One <laughs> Flea Market. What was the name of the place? Why won't you say? It was the Route One Flea. Well, you know how they, the flea market. Oh, I don't you think they do had the names. little kiosk. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. In The Route One Flea Market was amazing. It just it was great. It was just a. So I don't know why they called it a flea market. It was almost like a, like a mall. Where they just had a bunch of different things to sell. Right. Well, I guess is a flea market, but it was indoors, and uh, it was now great it's a movie there. Theater. Why was it so wonderful? It was so awesome. Remember, in the back they had the bagels with all the different kinds of cream cheese. Yeah, they had like seven or eight different flavors. Of it was cream really cheese. far away from our house, but I think I used to take the bus there sometimes. I couldn't. I just loved Sounds going there familiar. on my own. Yeah, I loved going there. And then remember, I started dating your your friend Jill who lived across from the flea market. Yes. And I was so happy at her house because it was across from the flea market. Was the flea market still there? No, then? the movie theater was there already. Okay. But I was so I just loved that area so much because of that flea market. And, uh, you know, it was nearby Cherries. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I dream about that area all the time. Did you know there was a new quick check by what? in Edison? Oh, you're making fun? <laughs> yeah, there was this quick check I grew up in Edison. And I don't know why Fords, I didn't know about right. it, right? In Fords near Perth Amboy. And uh, I found it. I don't know. I didn't know about it. And I told everybody, hey, I discovered a new quick check. And <laughs> my friends, including Beth, were like, what the fuck? What's the matter with you? It's been there for years. It's been there for years. I don't know why I never saw it before. So now every time I'm there, I'm like, well, actually, uh, what would you do? Oh, before I went home, I discovered this new quick check. I mean, I do it all the time. <laughs> it's a gag that just never ends. I mean, all my friends, we oh, do it. There's together. my tattoo. I discovered a new quick check? Yeah. Um, I had one other thing, Matt. Uh, did you see Superman versus Batman? I did not see it. I think I will check it out, like on demand. I know it's supposed to suck ass. Yeah, and I, I just. Well, that's what I was talking about. Um, I love it so. You're much, a Marvel guy, so I wasn't sure if you cared. I'm more Marvel than DC, but I'm definitely a D. I mean, I was majorly into like Batman. You know, Death of Superman. Oh, you were too. Nightfall, like Bane when he broke. Batman's yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. Batman's I mean, back. I remember huge, that. Yeah, man. But, yeah, the Riddler uh, hooked that up, didn't he? No, it was Bane. Oh, but Bane the Riddler started everything. taking that stuff. I remember back that day. He started taking the Venom, yeah. Yeah, but it was Bane was the, the main bad yeah. guy. In the whole no, game. I remember that. I have that. I still have that cover. So I wasn't sure. You always make fun of me because, you know, I like the DC comics. So, um, yeah, I didn't see the movie, but I, I hate Ben Affleck. And um, I have a... Uh, 
Make a thing here about this guy from the uh, the Post. Oh, here's the uh, Chick Fil A article. <laughs> yeah, this guy Lou Lemonek from the Post. He hates the director of the Batman versus Superman and Ben Affleck. He's so mean. He says they aimed for the grittiness of Christopher Nolan's own Batman trilogy and missed by light years. Warner's reorganization affirms its long-lasting commitment to being a director-friendly studio. Fine with me, unless the director is Snyder, wow. whose paint-on-velvet aesthetic the studio has embraced since the Risable 300. It's time to cut him loose, guys. Even the Wachowskis could probably do a better job on Justice League. As for as for Affleck, they, uh, what do they just say? Um, through its understandable, Warner would stand by the man who directed and acted in its Oscar-winning Argo. Tying the famously self-destructive actor-director up for years in a bat suit, let alone allowing him to direct himself in a Batman reboot, isn't going to end well for anyone. Wow. So he, I hate Ben Affleck. I've always hated Ben Affleck. People who listen to this podcast know why. It mostly has to do with the show Alias for knocking up Jennifer Garner and ruining that show. So I hate Ben Affleck for multiple reasons, let alone Ben Affleck's grandparents were slave owners. Uh, which we found out in a documentary, which he called somebody and said, oh, can you take that out? I didn't know they were going to be slave owners when we found that out. So screw you, Affleck. You stink. But he gave us Jiggly. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, oh, he just sucks. I Everything think they're getting back him. together, though. What? How's that possible? She's got to be smarter. I guess not. You know, because she's older now, so she's like, maybe I better hitch my wagon to this guy. It's such a sad statement. She's making enough money in the ads and stuff. I know, but that's the thing. She's like, I'm doing ads. Oh, she still looks pretty. She still looks amazing, but that's why I'm like, why would you want to go out with a major tool like Ben Affleck? Who's, from what I understand, got the same hair as I do, but he had money to get it fixed. Right. That's pretty bad to fuck up Superman and Batman. I mean, it's like we've been waiting for the longest time. That's my favorite. World's Finest was my favorite comic book. World's Finest. I mean, Marvel, they should just do whatever Marvel's doing. Take the formula, take the people, whatever they're doing. They made Ant-Man and made that good. It was good, right? I didn't see it, It but I looked, I'm looking forward to it. I can't stand Paul Rudd really, but I, uh, it looked like it was very entertaining and I, you know, I can't deny I'm very much looking forward to Justice League. I still go to the comic book store. So I went to the comic book store about a month ago, and I'd been meaning to talk to this on the podcast, and I, I was going to talk about it on the live show because I thought uh, Rena, uh, rather um, Rachel and uh, Marina would like it. But I went to the comic book store, and there was a girl working there. And uh, I'm like, what is this? You know. And I asked her, I'm like, hey, uh, can you tell What did I ask? It was a very, in, uh, what did I say? Oh, shit. It was something like, it wasn't as easy as, what, is the new Flash comic out yet? It was something like, can you tell me if, oh, I said, um, do you know if they're going to continue the Shazam series? Uh, I saw there was one. And she didn't have the answer and had to go ask a man. Oh, no. And I said, I, she said, I was going over to her. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to go over to her. And then I said, you know, that, that's, that's sexist to me. Right. Of course she can answer. Otherwise, why would she have the job here? She wasn't hot enough to where I would understand right. where I went to the guy. And he's like, why would you have the girl working? Are you kidding? <laughs> um, yeah. So she didn't know. And... Uh, you know, those guys are like, yeah, that was just a one shot. I mean, they knew right away. They right. know everything. And when I go in there, I've recorded those guys. I probably have it on the podcast somewhere on the tape. Um, I've recorded them being as if they're the comic book guy in The Simpsons. Right. They're exactly I, like They're that. like, <laughs> no, dude, Spider-Man. No, because <laughs> Venom only came out in, episode, in, in issue number 37 when he wore the black. I mean, they were just doing like as a joke. I'm like, are they doing this for me on purpose? <laughs> and I recorded it with the, my phone in the back pocket like I did with that drunk girl. Did you ever hear that? That drunk girl that I was recording the other day? 
I, when I remember you talking about it, yeah, I but I don't think her. I heard it. Uh, let me see if I have. Uh, you know, I only listen when I go running, and my running does not last. You just that have long. to hear a tiny bit of it. Um, what was her name? Jen? What? Oh, here it is. You Tra- don't remember her name? Tracy Thompson. I don't care that I said her name. <laughs> She's. Oh, so Jelly needs to be the new dad. She had a bar. Can you catch up off that? With a heart please. She's yelling at me because she goes, Dudley has to be airlifted down. She's yelling at me at her dog. Her she, dog. she has a heart murmur. And then... Uh, was wait, this a dog? Yeah, yeah, it was a kid. Then we're out on the roof, and then she starts yelling at me for now crossing my arms. Totally Wow, just her voice is just... Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, she's uh, just disgusting and drunk, but this is what, you know, the dating pool is like when you're older uh, and you're, you know... <laughs> Just well, that's you know, not true. You just what? those are the type of girls that you find. Sounds like a keeper. <sighs> <laughs> Number two, that's the name of the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Don't cross your arms in front of my dog." And I'm like, "What? Did you, you just really just say? Did that? you really just? Did you? Yeah, what kind of dog was it? <laughs> I don't know. But here's the ending where I Matt say, likes you're the dog insane. Whispering. There are certain breeds that you, if you cross your arms, it's a sign for of real. Yeah, absolutely." Well, it's really bad. Then why would she invite me over? You may as well just like, you know, kick the dog in the balls. I guess I should have. Here, wait. Here's the ending is. This is when I tell her I'm leaving. Right? Well, then. That's what I got I'm trying to teach my dog. You know what? If you finally, if he's fucking around, you've got to fucking face. Get these elevated voices and go get back onto his truck. She wants me to sit down in the wet chairs. And then she said, a gentleman would have bought a towel. I'm like, I'm at <laughs> your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I know earlier, you took away the cushion where I'm sitting. So I'm just saying, don't worry. You just ruined it on him. Okay. Thank you so much for a lovely you're really out of your mind. He never does that. Still talking about the dog? Yeah. Oh my god. And then she's just. Then you can hear me leaving. Uh, thank you for loving evening. You're out of your mind. And then I walk out, and uh, then she's still talking. Like, isn't it a great night? Like, she just like goes past. She doesn't care. Wow. I could have stayed there, and you know, I mean, she probably would have gotten over it. But it's, it's. I mean, like, how much can you put up with that? I was there for like two hours. It's crazy. And she was taking garbage off the street to decorate her house. Oh man. Yep. You guys should be. Thinking about see, sounds like a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Beth. You know, put it together the right way. Well, I guess that's it. I mean, right. I mean, did, was there anything you wanted to say? <laughs> what, Beth? Chirp. What happened? Chirp, I, I chirp. don't understand. What? This was a good podcast. Why we didn't talk we about want to talk about anything? 
Why didn't Matt want to talk yeah, about anything? Yeah, you kept saying he wanted to do it. I don't know. He kept asking me that he wanted to do it. He couldn't wait to Did come Did you have on. a topic in particular you wanted to discuss? Maybe he wanted to talk about football. So maybe you should have him back on when it's, you know. During the season? During the season. Yeah, maybe is that true? That. Or I, honestly, I had no idea you were coming over. This is, I, yeah, oh, you mean so you would have prepared? To, I, I was going to say, <laughs> what difference does it make? I, I guess I would have as lame as that sounds. Like when our father used to prepare a stand-up act? <laughs> <laughs> We could have talked about the Declaration of Independence or something like that. We were watching Fox News and they were, you know, that guy on the street. He's like, what year was the Declaration of Independence signed? Uh, None of these idiots uh, know. What? Uh, what? No. Yeah. And they're like, can you name two founding fathers? School. No. Yeah, they didn't know they, anything. They didn't know what country we... Oh, the right. Revolution like, was against. What? They were, what? Yeah. Who do, you mean kids? Just peop- it, no, like, no, like 20s. Like millennials. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, did they what, not teach it in school? What anymore? country did we get our revolution us. from? Yeah. Jeez, that's did we terrifying. get our independence from? You know, and it's not like, oh, you, well, you guys are old. They were teaching that back then. I'm like, it was still 200 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really scary. Well, that's our show for today. It's a pretty good one. Uh, all right. The big 4th of July podcast, the remote podcast works. So I don't know. I think in two weeks I go to the cabana. Yeah. Dr. Elliott's. Film at the beach? I'm I mean, coming. that'll be exciting. Anyway, uh, thanks for having me today. Thanks for doing the podcast, you guys. I thanks don't know. I hope in. it was a good time. I mean, I hope you had a good time. It's a steely dance. pleasure. Yeah, it's a solo Donald Fagan. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, what do you got planned this week? Nothing. What are you doing tomorrow? Having Rhoda over. Ugh. <laughs> having our mother over. That's why I came over today. Um, but you're not no lobster this year. No. Yeah, we didn't go to the fireworks store this year. A lot of times, Matt yeah. and I, we, I'll go to the fireworks store in Pennsylvania and bring them over. Oh my God, remember that? It's just so expensive. It's if like, we had money, it's six hundred so bucks. Expensive. It was so expensive to buy just even crappy ones. But it's a dream come true that the store exists. Didn't you come in with me one time? I or, did. Yeah. Wasn't it exciting? It's a supermarket. Because you're like me, where you used to get them out of the car in Chinatown. Of course. Yeah, and to have a store where you can just go up to a 20 year old and be like you got nigger chasers and he's like excuse me <laughs> uh, it's funny every time <laughs> anyway thanks a lot for joining us and we'll see you next time with the Dave Just Got Podcast